What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. Oh, <laughs> Period. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of OD Podcast. Um, I was not feeling very well last week, y'all. I have, um, since I was a kid, I have always had chronic migraines, and lately they have really been in full fledged to the point where my doctor has asked me to keep a journal of them. And so, you know, I have been keeping the journal since what, like February, January, and oh, uh, this year. Yeah, this year, and I mind you, I've been having them since I was younger, but it's just gotten really bad. And there was, I was on birth control for a while, and that also contributed to migraines, but I got off because I was having some issues with it, um, for a lack of better terms. And they, you know, and I was like, okay, well, let me just see if they go away. Nothing really changed. So, um, I'm getting back on birth control because they're trying to ban abortions, and um, I'm just gonna try to y'all just hope that it's nothing too crazy. Like I said, I've been dealing with it since I was a child, but it's lately it's been so bad, it's been literally debilitating. I, I can't even do nothing. So, last week it just was not even an option. I can't even lie. And I've been super tired driving back and forth, it's just been a lot. So, anyway, now that that's out of the way, welcome to another episode of OD Podcast. All right, how you been? Um, <clears throat> I've been amazing. It's been I've been celebrating my birthday for it seemed like two weeks, child. But um, yeah, <laughs> it's over now. I'm back to work. How was your birthday? Cause I'm like, now he had a party. He didn't say he was gonna do something. How you know he want to go to LA? And that was so last minute. Let me tell you. So what my friend, I'm about to tell you if you allow me. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> so I ended up finding this app and it was like, it's called Swimply. I don't know if you ever heard of it. So oh, Swimply. um, no, but I, I, I know by the name of it, I found, I've seen similar apps for what you about to say. Yeah. So you just basically rent people's pool. You don't rent the house. So you don't go in the house. You just rent their pool. You can add on stuff like heating to the water, um, grills, anything. So um, the lady was very accommodating. Like, she was very cool. I was a little nervous because I'm so used to having parties in Atlanta and they get shut down. <laughs> but um, these are specifically made for having parties. And then people are renting them out from their home. So they usually have, like, private areas. Um, I will be doing that again. It was very cheap. It was $50 an hour. Man, you know what? You can literally make money off anything. So when you said that right away, like I said, I figured that's what it was. Because there is an app, and I have to find a TikTok, where you can book private space to walk your dog. Like, let's say you want, you don't, like, where I live, I don't have a backyard. And let's say one day I just want to take my dog and just have her run around freely without going to a dog park. And you can reserve free space that people have. It could be somebody's backyard. It could be some wooded space that people own the land to. It could be anything. It could be literally anything and you can rent it privately. And it could, and it's around that price, like $20, $30 an hour or a day or depending on however long you accommodate it for. I mean, you book it for. And then I saw one where people can rent out parking spaces. So if you want to rent out your garage or your drive, driveway or your curb or literally anything i think that's kind of fire like what really is in gig economy and i'm here for it make money yeah. by any means necessary no nah, for real I, um because think about I, it it's like you shouldn't have to go to a hotel to get a pool why you can't no. if, they, if they got a pool that they're not using that's kind of fire i mean her pool so nice i'm, I'm gonna see the pool i got it like, looked like y'all was in dominican republic or something it did it. so it was so her um she said she she said she did it like moroccan style mm. So that was like, I mean, it was so fine. Yeah, it looked, so it looked I did cute. that when the dinner, and then 
Um, went to brunch on Sunday, and then we went to a little day party. But um, yeah, now it's back to work. I, I went back to work this morning. <laughs> so back to reality. Yeah. Well, which I don't I mean, mind. Did you? Do you feel like you enjoyed yourself the way you wanted to? Um. Yeah. I do. I feel. I do still feel like I need a vacation. I ain't gonna lie. Did you buy some hookah tips? I actually did. Oh. <laughs> What's? <it? laughs> I actually bought hookah coals. Oh That's my god! Well, there you go. That was my gift. I appreciate you. <laughs> I, I I literally bought that though for real. Why you playing? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, man, I've been super busy, y'all. Uh, I officially listed my property for rent, and I have you know Period. have had some really good. I've had some good traction. I can't lie. Now I've been very intentional about the type of people that I want to rent to because I want to be more helpful than you know making money. So you know I you know and for I don't without telling too much of my business. Um, so I'm doing some tours this week, and I got some people that I've been consistent communicating with and they seem pretty serious so you know and if they're not it's no pressure they don't have to rent from me if they don't want to but um i just want to make sure i am a good resource for them and i'm not hitting people over the head i try to make sure i was not necessarily cheaper than the competition but cheaper than some of the more expensive options i think i'm asking for something very fair and realistic in the grand scheme of it I'm not looking to get rich necessarily, but I am looking to, you know, benefit from my investment. So, yeah. And Why I'm you ain't looking people. to get rich? Well, I mean, I'm looking to get rich, but not off of these people, off of them solely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll Look, still. Just, I mean, you, I feel what you're saying. It's passive income, but I don't want to be like you know, like you know how rent is in Atlanta and stuff like that. People really are charging crazy numbers, and they get away with it because other people are charging crazy numbers. So basically. I'm just, um, I'm just, I just feel like I'm asking for something fair. That's all. Yeah. No, I feel it. Yeah. So, um, anyhow, so that's what's going on. So, uh, hopefully these young ladies, you know, decide to, you know, rent my property. If not, it's no big deal, but, uh, I do appreciate them anyway. So that's what's going on. Um, I really, really, really want, um, a new car. Oh my God. That was going to be my next thing. I want a new car. Really? I want a Porsche yeah. can so bad. And, uh, I'm going to so get you done one. with the bins already. I'm not, it's not that I'm done with it, but yes. Um, <laughs> so, um, so okay, I got rear-ended recently, and so I'm taking it in for repair on um, next week, week after next. And I am actually using Turo to rent out a Porsche McCann so I can kind of test drive it. Mm-hmm. And I know for sure after that, I'm going to be like, all right, y'all can keep that Benz. Let me get my Porsche truck. <laughs> but, um... They actually have an electric version that's supposed to be coming out next year. And so I'm going to try to wait for that. But I'm just worried because I know that car, it, the electric version is going to be very expensive. And I'm not the type of person that's trying to spend no hundred grand on no car like that. I think that's very wild, um, at least for somebody like me. I'm not even trying to spend, I mean, for me, I was going to get a certified pre-owned one, which would have been less than $60,000. So I feel like if I'm going to get the electric one, I'm going to have to wait till 2024 when the pre-owned versions come out. Yeah. But, yeah, I really want a Porsche McCann. I think because I don't like big trucks, and a McCann is still small enough to be a truck, but uh, but also comparable in navigation to, like, a, a sedan or a coupe or something like that. So, I anyway, I'm re- I'm renting out a 2021 uh, for a week. Um, you we already got it or no? No, I got I reserved it for when I drop my car off. Oh, okay. So I'm going to drop my car off, then I'm going to go get it, and then I'm going to, um, you know, I'm going to have it. It'll be after the holiday. Period. So, yeah, that's what's been on my mind. I've been thinking about getting a new car. I really want a truck. And so I've been looking up trucks. And I don't know if you remember, like, last year, I ended up um, reserving uh, GLA. 
Mm. And so the, I I was like, I don't think I like this. <laughs> like, I don't really? think I need it. I just, I mean, I, I look at stuff like that as like baby mama cars, like people with kids. What that mean? Because I think my Mercedes is a baby mama Benz. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. That's that what they say about them CLAs. That's like the the, the baddie starter pack. Yeah, I don't know. It just give me. It don't give me like a grown man should be driving that, or at least me. Yeah. Let me I put that. When I see Benz trucks, I think of um family cars. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, it give me like a family car. Like I don't got no kids. Yeah, it just look like that. It just give me that vibe. So, but I agree. That's why I like the Porsche truck because I think it's super sexy and it's like Porsche is just that girl. It's just I don't. Nice. I ain't never seen the Porsche truck. I would like. I like. I used to want a Maserati, but no. I used to want an Audi truck too, but I don't love how Audis look on the inside. But that's, I mean, this is first. I really don't, and this is a bad time to buy a car, so I'm not in a rush. But I do want, when I am ready, I just hope that I have enough saved up to where my car note is not looking like my mortgage. Because I just, I think that there is a such thing as spending too much money on a car, and I ain't even got no garage. So why, you know what I'm saying? I just got to, you know, do what's, what's smart. Yeah. But anyway, all right, let's get into this week's episode. Um... Who do you have for your black bins of the week? Um, I ain't even said what car I wanted. Oh, what car? You, I'm sorry. Was it the Jeep? Hell no. So I don't want that. I don't want no Jeep no more. Ooh. Um, the inside is not updated enough for me. I I I can't do well, it. Well, Jeeps are classic, just like the McCann. A lot of McCanns look the same. I respect it. I just I I like I even with my my car now. Like my um digital dash is like. Way better than that. So I'm like, yeah. you know, let me just keep up there. But I think I want a G Wagon. I started looking it up today and I'm like, oh. maybe. G Wagons ain't that fine on the inside either. And ain't got no space. They fine enough. They are fine. Don't get me don't get it wrong. <laughs> don't get, well, you can that go your business. That's a business car. Yeah. So y'all be on the lookout. Fingers you crossed. Think gas high. What happened to one electric car? I feel it. Listen, I used to want a Tesla bad, but I do not like how they look. So, F it. I, I'm starting to not like it as much as I, I like when I drive, I see it every three seconds being in yeah, LA. Yeah, that's not It's good. like, I don't want that car no more. It's a very fire car. The, t- the technology is great, but the to get a sexy one or the sexy sexiest one, it's really expensive. The price of Mama can. So, I might as well I, um, I didn't know. I, I never thought G Wagons was ugly. I just thought they was loud. I don't like loud cars. So, oh. I'm going to just have to deal with it. Cause that's only. I mean, it look. It look cute. It look. It fits me. It is a cute like, car. It's a. You know, it's a nice car. It's not that that spacious, but it's cute. I like it. Yeah, I mean, if, go I for mean, it. it ain't forever. If I want another one, I get another one. So that's Period. that's I know where I'm at. <laughs> but um, okay. So black pins of the week. Let me see. <laughs> it is my friend. I I met him through Instagram. His name is Naeem Farid. And he owns a clothing line. The clothing line is called Nan Contour, N-A-N, which is so funny. Nan. Yeah, because it's so funny because it's a page on Instagram. uh, Fit ain't Nan. Fit ain't Nan. Well, I'll be uh, messing with him about it. But no, um, so Nan actually actually stands for neglect after negative, I think. Okay, that's that's deep. Yeah. So um, he's Atlanta. He's from Atlanta, born and raised. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know what part. So don't get me wrong. I don't know if he okay, actually from I'm Atlanta. Is around the corner waiting. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think his stuff is real cool. He does have women's and men's clothes. So he does like um, swimsuits, 
for girls and he has like real cool stuff for men which is different because I think for the most part when I look for brands that I like they only cater to one or the other and if they do cater to both it's like cheap looking stuff and I feel like his stuff is like really um good quality and it's creative let me send it to you so you can see it yeah I ain't let okay let me check it out now if I see something I like <laughs> so yeah like um he has like outerwear, oh, so like cool. hoodies, jackets. Well, not the free thug with that little boy on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get into that a little later, um, but yeah, he pretty. He's pretty cool. His personal. This is very style, unique, though. I like it. Yeah, that's why I like it too, because I feel like there's like something it. on there that I'm not that I don't ever see all the time, you know. Yes. Um. Dang so man. check him out. His Instagram is Nan Couture. Um, right, website is neglectnegative.com. All right, and we're going to put everything in the episode notes, and let's move on to Shop Talk. Period. Man, so much has happened since the last time we recorded. Mm. Um, first things first, let's talk about Kevin Samuels passing away. Okay. So when it first happened, y'all, I thought that, you know, the social media always killing folks. They always said, starting a rumor saying somebody died. So I was like, you know, know nothing. No one is exempt from death, but I feel like sometimes when people pass, you expect it to be somebody older, somebody who um, was sick or something like that. And I just feel like we hadn't seen Kevin Samuels for that many years for me to be like, oh, okay, maybe he, that's a weird way of thinking, but yeah, he was well kept, you know, he, yeah. So you just didn't he, think he, like, he obviously was. like when you think about Kobe Bryant, I was like, this ain't right. This don't make no sense. Like, how are you sure? You know what I'm saying? So anyway, um, yeah, long story short, guys, um, as you already know, Kevin Samuels did pass away from what appeared to be a heart attack. And um, it was a very interesting scene on social media. I don't know if I've ever seen people's death celebrated so widely like that. Like it yeah. was very odd. It was very weird. I mean, I, I'm I think I'm very tradi- traditional when it comes to stuff. Like, I don't talk about dead people, and I don't even even if I mean, if it was Hitler, that's different. Um, Osama bin Laden, different. However, comma, <laughs> I don't think the stuff that he did was that bad. Where I could just sit and celebrate his death. I think people are just weird for that. Yeah, and I understand. Okay, so I do think that Kevin Samuels had a very direct and maybe sometimes rude way of um, conveying his message. But I actually liked him, and I really, I didn't expect you to say that. Yeah, I did like him because, you know, a lot of stuff. So this is how I feel about a lot of things, especially when it comes to relationships. I feel like a lot of people want a fairy tale when they don't even have a fairy tale to offer. So they tend to have improper expectations when they're looking for a partner. They want a whole lot, but they don't have that. They don't they haven't really earned it. And, you know, in Twitter world, they might call that pick me talk. But I do think that people have unrealistic expectations when it comes to dating. And the reason why they continue to have the same results is because they don't realize what the problem is. And the problem is them a lot of times. Like, you know, you have a lot of baggage. You are searching for somebody to take care of you. You haven't really established yourself as a responsible, independent human being. You got a lot of kids. You don't know how to dress. You sloppy. You stay with your parents. Like, and all, the, all those things are okay if you're looking for somebody in that same wheelhouse. But a lot of people that will call into his show wanted a savior they wanted this man who's very successful got all this money but these women this majority would not be like the type of woman that those kind of guys would be looking for and i think Mm -hmm. that that'd be a lot of people problem now i also need people to understand like while people might not like what he said those people that called him voluntarily called 
They yeah. wanted that information. And I think that there was a certain type of person that would even call into him. These are people that are desperate for love, trying to figure out what the problem is. And even then they wouldn't even accept the way he's saying, even though it was the truth, it was the truth. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not, you know, I don't, I'm not okay with like some of the fat phobic statements and all that. But again, body image is a lot. You want a P Diddy. You gotta be looking, you gotta be looking like what P Diddy looking for. And I'm not going to ramble <laughs> and go along with it, but, but I always feel like, um, people have all, people always want more than they have to offer when it comes to relationships. And so they go on these unnecessary cycles of going through toxic situations, being used, being abused, being heartbroken. And they're going after the same kind of men and women and not realizing that the problem is them. Yeah. You want somebody to spoil you and give you all this other stuff, but you can't even do that for yourself. So why in the world would he want to do that? Why would he be attracted to you? You know what's so crazy? I say stuff like that all the time. Um... I always tell people, I'm like, you want to attract somebody with money, but you you're not even looking like you know how to manage money. You don't know. You don't look for help. Yeah, like you, it's almost like you looking for somebody to come save you instead of you trying to find somebody to meet you where you at. Like you ain't making no money. You ain't looking like no money. You ain't working. You ain't got no hustle. You ain't like visibly doing something. Not saying that you have to blast. Because it seems like the easy way out to find somebody. That's the easy thing. I ain't got to do nothing. I just want somebody to come through and pay all these bills. Da 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 da. Yeah. But you ain't got an offer, nothing. I just think that he struck nerves in people, and but people don't like the truth. That's the re- that's the reality. People do not like the truth, and not saying that he was a tr- he was telling the truth one hundred percent of the time. But I do think sometimes he would be saying stuff that people need to hear. Like it's, well, okay, well, don't take his advice then, and be two years later <laughs> wondering the same problem why you can't find a good man, yeah, or a good woman. I feel it. Dang. But yeah, and I also feel like you know. He to me he he didn't bring necessarily harm to people. He definitely responded to his audience, and I also know you know if anybody I mean I did watch his material not all of it, but he definitely treated men the same way. But I think that in, honestly speaking, that women are more openly desperate for love, and so yeah. they are going to be the ones that call in and get these results versus men who probably have a little bit more pride, still trash, but won't want to <laughs> put themselves out there. Yeah. And get help. And he also did private consultations. The ones that we would see on the internet were the ones that were done for free. So all I'm saying is, you might not have been happy with what he had to say, but it's probably because he was saying a lot of stuff that you're dealing with too that you need to mm-hmm. fix. Um, I think that um, also, even though he definitely could be he could be rude on many occasions that I've seen. I think sometimes his clips were taken out of context. And I also feel that people are old. People should be allowed to have redemption. I think it's very strange that people think that because he spoke the way he spoke to people, um, that he deserved to die because we literally all are going to die. Yeah. And he definitely outlived. He lived longer than we have gotten to make it. So we don't know. We might make it to 65, 56, however old he was. And I also feel like um, he, okay, so if you don't know, Heart disease, if not, is one of, if not the number one killer of black people. And this man definitely died from a heart attack. So it's not like he got killed from a client that was unhappy with what he said. He died from something that's killing us. So it's just, I don't know. I just think it was weird energy around it. It's just, it was very strange. I don't think I've seen that at all ever for anybody in pop culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was very Rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. They absolutely need to get themselves up out of their behind, get a better job, clean up, do their hair, do, take care of themselves before they think somebody's going to do that for them. <laughs> Your legacy lives on, brother. <laughs> and Jackie L said that. <laughs> yeah, but no, I do get it. But I also feel like a lot of people have unrealistic expectations of life. And we said it a lot on here, but it's the truth. People keep chasing the same thing, expecting different results. You know what that's called, people? Insanity. Mm. 
One thing about Alicia, she gonna drag everybody but God. Anywho, oh, sure will. And let me tell you something. I'm not, I'm not um exempt from feedback, but I also am very realistic with myself, and I also know that I'm that girl. Oh, <laughs> top two and not two. <laughs> anyway, so uh, <laughs> what you got for the shop talk? <laughs> um, so what do I have for shop talk? Um, of course, if you know me, you know. It's giving YSL. Oh, my. My sister actually asked me. She was like, how Draco feel about Young Thug getting locked up? Man. <laughs> yeah. So this was so random. Um, was it? Well, yeah, I guess so. It just came out of nowhere. I mean, we. I think I think we all kind of knew, like, what it was something going on, especially if you're from Atlanta. You know, it's some, some street stuff yeah, going it's on. Yeah, it's been going on like, forever. I'm going to let you go. Now nah, it was it's been going on forever, but I ain't know that it was just gonna go down like this. Like this is insane. Mm-hmm. Like they done the feds did a sweet in real life. <laughs> like a sweet. I ain't never seen a broom that big in my life. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but no, um how do I feel about it? I don't I I I haven't even thought about it. I don't know. It's just too much going on at one time. Like the the then I got the whole wide cell locked up, then Lakey dying a few days later. Oh my god, which it I just thought was too much. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I um I definitely was shocked to hear that that the well the whole YSL pretty much got arrested. But I also wasn't shocked because if anybody's from Atlanta, especially, it's been a lot going on with YFN and YSL for years, but especially in the last few months. So it's yeah. like and I think it's interesting when I listen to other podcasts and people talking about it, I think that people, you know, and this is not no, like, police type of statement, but I think people genuinely think that those are just record labels. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think that that's where their their understanding of it is. And regardless of what their affiliation is outside the music industry, it definitely was some stuff going on. And, I, you know, I don't want nobody to go to prison, but I also don't want people to be getting caught in crossfires of people's beef. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, for sure. Because that, that's just, like what, what has been going on. It's like, mm-hmm. it's been unsafe. Um, I blame Birdman. Really? You think he started all this? I don't think he started it, but I feel like he's he's one of the reasons where why it escalated to where it is. Just because when he stepped, I mean, people. The thing about it is, when people have excessive amounts of money, they go straight to the hood. They flash it in in front of people who they, who are easy to be manipulated. And Young Thug was definitely one of those people. I mean, if you watch him in the front of his build in the front of his career, you know he wasn't the smartest person. I mean, who? I'm, you know, that's just me being honest. He was the smartest person. He picked him up. Of course, this man, I'm promising him all this type of money. And then, of course, he reeled him into the beef that he had with Lil Wayne. And from that moment, it just kind of, you know, they had built a relationship. Because I always wonder, I'm like, why would Birdman be in Crucial and all this other stuff all the time? Like, he not from yeah. Atlanta. So it was just like he just was. It just seemed like he was just running the streets, trying to find people to bring in and be a part of something. And then he he using Young Thug as like. I never thought about that. Now I know that Thug was always on, but you feel like Birdman is the one to amplify. I never thought about. Yeah, it, but he was I, on I do, and I feel like I feel like he used that because he knew how much Young Thug loved Lil Wayne too. That he it people was, like, was literally oh. y'all. If you're not from Atlanta. Before Thug was anybody, people always compare him to Lil Wayne. Like, yeah. I remember hearing that he was like a Lil Wayne wannabe. Like, I remember in Thug, this was like years before people really knew who Young Thug was on the mainstream music scene. Lil Wayne hated him. Hated That's so crazy. 
He hated him. So it was just the fact that he was, he would always speak highly of him in interviews and stuff like that. But we didn't know what was going on behind the scenes, especially with yeah. Birdman involved. That could have been a part of the ploy. Like, oh, I love him, you know. And then, of course, like the way he looks, the the way he rapped, everything was just Lil Wayne resemblance to me. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably why I got attached on because I was a real Lil Wayne fan. I never thought of the Lil Wayne alignment. I'm not going to lie to you. I never understood it. I didn't get why people said it. <laughs> I think it's just because cause he, I always say all these rappers is Lil Wayne kids because Lil Wayne was like one of the first rappers that actually had that image. Tattoos on his face with the piercings, the rocker look, like, and was an you actual rapper. My perception of Lil Wayne is always the hot boy's face, so I guess it's hard for me to look outside of that. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, but I mean, like, that generation, though, coming up, they saw mm-hmm. that Lil Wayne, like, when he had the mm-hmm. lit rings and he was making rock music, wallet chains. Gloves, everything. You know what I'm saying? So now, if you look at people like Playboy Cardi, Lil Uzi, Young Thug, all these people, they have that image. They have that same image. Now, it's different because it's like we in a different time. So the styles are different, but it's all trickling back, in my opinion, to that era of Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is like here to them. Yeah. So, I don't know. I never thought about it. It's all a mess. Um. I do feel like, I'm going to be honest, it's just me from outside looking in. I do feel like I don't think that Gunner had a lot to do with it. Yeah, you know how they do, though, with those Rico. Like, if people don't already, if y'all don't already know, you know, Rico charges really um, stem from the the mob era Mm -hmm. or the mafia or whatever the case is. Because, you know, in those type of organized crime situations, it's really hard to get to the boss. So they had created this process to pretty much take out the whole crew. So mm-hmm. they could get to the boss. And I think that's what really happened. I think, I mean, they arrested, what, 28 people? I'm pretty sure they just want thug. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. I, I do know. feel like that's probably why he overdosed, too, because he probably thought they was either coming for him next, or he was just really depressed about Lil Wayne. But, I mean, not Lil Wayne. Um, about the Yeah, thug. when I heard about Lil Keith, I thought that he got killed, like, shot. Me, too. I thought that something happened like that. But when they was hush-hush about it, and I heard he was, he had um, oh, lung, liver Cody. or kidney. I'm like, oh, he must have been leaning. Yeah. Yeah. And they all had and it's that's so crazy because all of them went through that. Because I know um Thug almost died from that. I remember. And Gunner. (sighs) You know, it's really sad. We didn't think about it. These people have you know, I'm always really proud of people that can make it out the hood or people that can find a way to legitimize their money. But I do wish that it was easier for people to find that famous success and leave the streets alone. But I understand mm-hmm. it's not that simple. Because situations like this, to me, could have been avoidable. Like, Thug always had a lot of respect in the streets, even when he was really, really young. So maybe he felt like, you know, as a leader, you can't really let go of that, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. But I worry about little Baby, too. Because I'm like... Because they definitely know, put his... Um, I was reading, looking at the little papers. They definitely had 4PF on 4PF. there. I'm not surprised. And, you know, this new DA, she really... To her, she just want to break it all up. So, I don't know. I just... I know that these people still be involved in the hood. And, I mean, I get it. I go to Camelton all the time. And I ain't... And I'm not a street street person. Like, I don't be in the streets. But I... it's You don't just cut your people off. I get it. But I do... Yeah wish that there was a way to kind of save them like i know they putting money in their people pockets and all that but i'm talking about as far as like the crime and all that i just wish that i just wish they didn't have to go that route i guess that's really what i'm saying yeah so now two two of our favorite because you know i i love lucci he probably ain't coming home the probably ain't coming home and it's not impossible that they can beat it but only person i know to be the rico case is dj drama so y'all better holler at him <laughs> and he was selling cds oh my god yeah, hopefully, Anyhow, um, you know, 
Say it again. I said hopefully Gunner can get off at least. Yeah, I'm sure he will. They don't want Gunner. They want they want the leader. They want the leader of Young Slime Life. All right. Owner um, life. All right. So also something that happened during the time that we were away. Kalani went on the Morning Hustle Morning Show. Um, so. Basically, y'all, if you don't already know, Kehlani identify as they and she. And so I think that, you know, in this era, there is still some, um, I guess people still don't really understand it or they don't know how to properly approach people that have specific preferred pronouns. And so if you um, don't already know, The Morning Hustle is a morning show hosted by Headcrat L'Oreal. And now Lala Milan, if I'm not mistaken. Now, I, am, I don't listen to morning radio, but I am a really big fan of L'Oreal. And I listened to Headcrack when he was on the um, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. They, to me, they are some good people. They always have really positive shows and things like that. And Loria, she could be a little slick at the mouth. But I am a big fan. So anyway, um, long, long story short, Kehlani was on their morning show, and she was not in a good mood, or she had some sort of attitude for what it seemed um, before the interview even started. And so they released the interview anyway, and then shortly after this interview, Kehlani announced that she was no longer doing any more press or any interviews and things like that. Now, people was like, dang, what's going on? And did you see this? Yeah, I did. Okay. And so the Morning Hustle addressed it basically like, hey, this is what happened. Kaylani came on here on this show. She was an hour and a half earlier than we expected her to record. Now, morning shows, they be having to be on radio like 4, 6 o'clock in the morning. So I don't know what time they schedule an interview, but that's what happened. But in the earlier, so she was she was annoyed by that. And then when the interview actually started, head crack. I don't really know why he said this, but he was just kind of like, she is here. She is they, they, it was just weird. I feel like, and I'm only saying this cause I feel like I've over several years, I really gotten a chance to like see his character. I think that he was just trying to like loosen up the awkward, the, the tension in the room. I don't really know, but I think that she was really offended by how he did her greeting. And it just really ruined the whole interview. And I feel like they tried to fix it. They tried to clean it up, but it was a done deal. But she definitely started that interview off with an attitude. And I just I just thought it was weird. I feel like I don't really know Kaylani to be that way. So I don't know if it was some more stuff that we didn't see. But I don't know. I just was curious enough if you've seen it and what your thoughts were. Um, I just feel like when you – I watched it. Let me just start off that way. Um, I did watch it. I think that for me, I, I just felt – like if it, if I was in that position, I probably would have felt the same way because of me being a person in the LGBT community, being in a room with certain people, and <clears throat> they're verbally telling you like, oh, I you know, um, I fully support you. You got my support, blah blah blah. But sometimes the way they speak on it or speak to you, um, it can be very uncomfortable, and then it make you not even want to talk to people. Like I've had people to bring up like certain things about feminine gay boys because and, and at one point in time I used to wear makeup I wore lashes I wore you know what I'm saying like that was me so in my head I'm like well I used to be like that so you talking about this person is not making you know you're trying to make it seem like oh basically you're not like the rest of them because you don't dress like this you don't act like this and I'm like mm-hmm. that's not I don't just because I don't look like that don't mean I'm not offended because I got people that do do that and then I used to do it so I think it was in the sense of like they was trying to be, quote unquote, um, allies, inclusive, and yeah. allies and stuff like that. It but was definitely came because when I heard what Headcrash said, I'm like, yeah, I don't think he meant any harm, but I can also yeah. see how that could have been said. But I feel like she was 
being funny even before that. So that's why I'm like, was it the time thing? I don't know. But they also brought up an example where she went on Big Boy's show and he did the exact same thing and she was cool with him about it. Like it wasn't like. Yeah. They so already had a prior relationship, but that was exactly. a, that was the problem. You know, I they agree. had a prior relationship, so she knows him. And she don't really know them. And then like, um, what's her name? The lady that was on the show? L'Oreal. L'Oreal. So she started like trying to get tea, like, oh, did you have sex with Scissor? Yeah, did- that was I was like, now now that was out of line. Now that was after the fact, but that was still an I'm like, now L'Oreal. But I feel like L'Oreal, she's the type like, all right, well, you wanna act funny, I'm finna just make you make it real. I'm finna I'm finna be hilarious. Yeah. Nah, yeah, nah, I feel it. But I don't I don't think it should I don't think that she should have went and like went off like that after. I don't know. I know she had to save her face because Kaylani did speak out like, oh, I'm not doing no more interviews because it was like very invasive, da 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 But I feel her. Like, I, I don't know. I feel her to a certain extent. I, I think you just have to kind of watch who you go because she just did the Breakfast Club. She was cool on there, and they very invasive. Yeah, I do. Now, no offense. I do feel like Kaylani's a little emotional, but um, she, she, she she's, uh, that's okay. But I'm just saying the way she handled it, I just, I don't know. I don't know, and I can't tell people how to respond to stuff, but I take her as somebody that can speak up, you know, when they not okay with something. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Whatever. I, yeah. I felt like she, I, I definitely understand the discomfort, but I do feel like the way she carried on that the interview, the rest of the interview was just like, all right, girl, why are you just go, just leave. <laughs> no, nah, I probably would have left. I um, I hate being in like situations where I'm felt feeling uncomfortable and I have to force myself to be there. And on top of that, if your issue was with head crack saying what he said, L'Oreal didn't start off being weird. So it's like, you going to treat yeah. everybody like that? Yeah. No, yeah, I, don't I feel know. it. Anyway, whatever. All right. Um, You got anything else you want to add? Um, I mean, obviously the the mass shooting, but. Oh, my God. I don't. I, you know, this, I feel like this conversation is repetitive. Each time it happens, the same it's the same thing. And it's so sad because in my opinion, I just feel like nothing is ever going to be done for real. Yeah. You know and I mean? don't, it's just, so yes, y'all, there was a shooting in Buffalo by 18 year old man, not little boy. He's a man, a grown man who decided to make a decision to kill people. He basically intentionally went to a black, the blackest zip code near him and, and killed several innocent people. A lot of older people, which, you know, is just so heartbreaking um, because of, uh, I don't even want to talk about it. It's actually really annoying. I just, you know, I'm really sick of it. I just really hate that people try to deny the racism in this country, and then stuff like this happens. And it's like, you know, you think you expect the racism to come from like the old, not this, not I don't want it to come out the wrong way. A lot of the more racist visuals that we see come from like the older people. A lot of people who were living during like, you know, civil rights movement or Jim Crow era. A lot of them are still walking this earth, but this man was 18 years old. And obviously he was influenced by something. And I guess yeah. to me, it's like you would, I think people think that as time goes along, that people grow out of it. Yes, but that's not the case. And I feel like, especially with the access to media and the, the conspiracies that people are able to put out and the news that people have in these extreme racist views, it really does influence people that are number one, young and impressionable, whose life revolves around the internet. And it's easy to, it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just it's heartbreaking that's all and it's unfortunate there was another shooting the day after that like i just feel like these type of things it always is a chain reaction and i don't ever want to feel like i'm not safe going to the store or going to church or going outside it's just like i just 
you I should be able to go to the grocery store with no issues. You know that's why one of one of the reasons why I don't go to the movies no more is because I really think that somebody gonna come in there open fire in there. I let me tell you something. Literally ever since that one time in Colorado during the Batman movie, I have always thought about a shooting in the movie theater. Like, ever since that happened, I'm like, I don't even want to go to the movies. I'm looking at every person that's... Because, you know, sometimes people be in there. People be standing up. They be walking, pacing. I'm like, I got to go. I got to go. Yeah. I don't, it's just it's just too much. Like, why should I be worried about that? Why should I be thinking about that? It's just it's just, it's just, it's just too much. Mm-mm. Freeze me on the movies. I'm bringing back Freeze Me. I guess somebody over there stating the obvious still and you... Uh... Yeah, I don't... I'll tell you, it ain't nothing. It ain't nothing deep, but sometimes when I edit, I be forgetting to um, take a piece out, and I don't want to blast this person, and then I it be still on here. Mm. Okay, not sometimes when I be editing, but it's happened before, and I don't want it to happen. All right, so um, let's get into this week's episode. Um, so this is something that sparked that. Um, so when Kevin Samuels, the news first circulated that he passed away, it definitely put a thought into my mind about like. You know, when I leave this earth, like, what do I want people to say about me? Or what do I think people would be saying about me? Because I think that because of the way that we knew him and his unfinished work, I guess, because I do think he had a long... Basically, you know, we know we don't know when our last day is coming, right? And so mm-hmm. it could be it could be before we become our best version of ourselves. But because we have not become the best version of ourselves, whatever version of us it was when we leave this earth is people's lasting impression, right? Mm-hmm. Kevin Samuels could have been a literal hero before we got to know who he was, but because of the era in his life that we met him, people he left a bad taste in people's mouths. So I was just curious to know, do, like. As of how your life is today and right now, are you proud of the impression that you've left on people? Oh, for sure. I think that um, I think that for for so long I was so hard on myself because I just didn't like people to have like the wrong impression of me or like think the wrong things about me. Um, and then like over the last couple of years, I just stopped really caring because I realized that for one, I ain't perfect. Nobody else is, but I'm. It's not like I do things that are that bad to where people could just have all these. I mean, people gonna like you, dislike you over the yeah, smaller yeah. things. I mean, that's not life. I don't care. But I think that now, I'm a pretty good person. I try to treat people to do right by people, do right by myself. Um, I ain't perfect. I definitely do some shit that's just a little. Sometimes I'll be working on my own. I'll be working on it, but like I do feel like um, I've I've really I have patience, a lot of patience with certain things. But with people, sometimes I don't because I just be feeling like people just be slow. And people do be slow. <laughs> and I'm like, there's no way that you could think like that. Even though I, I know it's possible, but in you my head, I'm like, that ain't own. what the fuck is wrong with you? That's how I be wanting to respond to it. I'm like. You really have a, have rocks as brains. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just I don't know. I, I, don't I, I, problem. <laughs> I don't know. I just I don't even be. I just sometimes I just. But I think it. that okay. Yes. Yeah, so I I I also have those. So, so I I am very proud of the life that I live. I've always been really proud of my life decisions. I'm just gonna say that. But I do think that I uh, one of my most proudest attributes is that I am not like a bad person to people. Like I don't treat, I don't take advantage of people and I don't like mislead them. You know, people really are out here finessing and they don't really care who, who they finesse. Like people that die that are killers, you'd be like, 
well, they killed a lot of people. It was only a matter of time before somebody got to them. Or if people are stealing and they get stolen from, it's like, well, karma, karma, karma. But when I, whenever I've gone to a funeral and I know the person was jacked up and people go out there and they have their nice little way of describing it. So if somebody was like a <laughs> robber, <they'll, laughs> let's say somebody was a robber, they scammed or whatever, they'd be like, all he wanted was to take care of his family. and all Was he? Was he? <laughs> and was I he? always think like, you know, why don't, why... <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just think the Kevin Samuels thing just really had me thinking about like what, you know, just what the type of impression I want to leave on this earth. Like I want to be talked about in the correct way or in the way that I actually live my life. So I don't know. It just made me, it just had me thinking about it all week. Like I know he probably had other plans that he wanted to do that maybe could have cleaned up his image or whatever. Cause I think he realized, you know, the way he was doing business before was working, but when he started really honing in on that niche, which was his desperate women audience, that's when he took off. Yeah. And I think that he really capitalized off of that and really focused on that, which didn't sit well uh, in other people's mouths or minds. And because of that, when he passed away, they felt like, you know, one less misogynist was on this planet. Mm. So I don't know. I just always want to do right by people and live my life in a way that is conducive to happiness and success. And, you know, God forbid, well, it's going to happen, but whenever God decides to take me on the glory, I just want to be proud of the impact I've left, and I want people to be glad that I was in their life, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think I need to, um, I think over time, like, I think because of the type of person that I used to be and the things that I used to do and how people used to always look out for me, you know, in situations where I'm like, damn, you know, they ain't really have to do that just because I got myself in this situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so people, I always feel like it's my job to kind of return that sometimes to people. But also, I need to learn to be fair to myself because I think I'm just too nice. Like, I I let people not necessarily run over me, but I'll be like, I'll be feeling bad for people. I'm like, you know what? But do you think that's I can a do this. for a character, though? I mean, honestly, because I think that... No, people, but I think yeah. I've... I think for me in my head is just my conscience like, well, when you had this going on, somebody did this for you, so why you can't return it? You know what I mean, I'm saying? I mean, how many times do you have to return favors though? All right. That's the part. That's why I said I need to be fair to myself. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because I don't care. That was 2006. It's 2022. You're right. It was actually 2011. But, <laughs> okay. You know? Who's counting? <laughs> You know? <laughs> no, I feel you. I don't know. I, just, I do think that I am very zero tolerance for people, but I don't have a problem with that. I just need, you know, people need to know I'm going to leave you where I found you. But I don't think that that is a reflect. Because I never, I, I don't think I'm ever unfair with how I cut people off. Yeah. So if they have, a, now I have, unfortunately though, I have, you know, lost people that I was not cool with when they passed away. And it has bothered me. But I also felt like the reason why we weren't talking anymore was justified. But I also don't want, you know, I'm sad that that person has passed away. But the only thing I can think of is the last time I talked to them was because I told them to kick rocks with open toe sandals on. And it's like, <laughs> what am I <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but you, but, but I also feel like you shouldn't allow certain people to be a certain way to you because of that and only that because people are not entitled or obligated or always deserve to be in your life. But it is something I think about. Like, I think that ideally when, um, if I have to stop talking to people, I think that it, to make me feel better about if they ever left this earth is to have a open and honest conversation with them about something that bothered me and that it just has to end there but people ain't always open to that so you yeah. just gotta cuss them out one good time and leave them alone yeah um 
I ain't doing all that though. I ain't finna waste my energy on that. I'm getting older. I don't need all them wrinkles and stress marks on my face. You just getting cut off. It is what it yeah, is. Me too. I sleep. <laughs> my pillow is so soft. And they ain't full of tears either. <laughs> my leather so soft. I don't know about yours. Okay, Lil Wayne. You need to pick a side. Is you slime or you uh slime? Because that's slime too now. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I um I don't know. That was just heavy on my mind because I'm just like, dang. And I also was hearing that he didn't have the best relationship with his kids or with his family. And it's just so interesting because while I feel like I liked a lot of stuff he was saying, I'm pretty sure he had a lot of issues in his life that he needed to straighten out as well. So it's just, oh, for sure. you know, live a life that you'll be proud of, man. For real. Yeah. You ain't never lie, boy. Work hard. Tomorrow is not promised. You literally could literally not make it to see next week. And as morbid as that might sound, it is a true reality. Yeah. I'm we fighting against racism, physical health, mental health, global, poverty, global climate, uh, climate change. I mean, change. literally. So it's like, live, be your best version today, tomorrow. Treat people how you want to be treated, and don't expect anything without any effort. Really. And, and fuck it. whoever ain't on, ain't, ain't with you on that. <laughs> to be honest, I mean that is what it is. You ain't gotta be okay with what I'm saying. Just don't be around me. <laughs> Move around. <laughs> go around me, bitch. Um, well, all right. Let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. I got such a jam-packed weekend, man. I got a jam-packed tomorrow. I got it's just so much. Yes, I am. So um what I was about to say. Um oh my god, this ain't got nothing to do with nothing. But I thought this was so crazy. So I went in my ring app, one of the one of my neighbors. I don't know if it was in my building or I know it was close. Somebody has stole their parrot, their pet parrot. So this happened like two weeks ago. And I'm like, Wait, this... from inside their house? What happened? Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, from inside the house. So they broke in or they somebody they knew? Somebody broke in and stole their parrot. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's so random. Like, why would somebody steal a parrot? So earlier, I'm driving to my client. I'm halfway asleep because I woke up so, I ain't woke up that early, but I was just tired today. I'm driving. I stopped at the light. Like, literally pulled out my parking lot. I'm driving at the light. So, I'm just up. I'm looking. I'm like, that man ain't got no parrot on his shoulder. It was a homeless man sitting outside with a parrot on his shoulder. Not that she parrot. I said, that's definitely a bird. That's definitely a bird. I started to take a picture of it. I don't even know. It was on the app. I don't know. I don't even know how to go back to it because stuff be happening every second. Yeah, but oh well. I mean, if you really want to find out, you can search in the neighbor's app. It's the neighbor's app. Oh, I'm scared of that app. I ain't got that on my phone. It's on the ring app too. It's part of it. That's where you got the. That's where you got the, the alert from. I was like, oh my god. Well, how did he get the bird though? <laughs> he probably stole it. I mean, these people are, are like strung out on drugs. You have he to. He just gonna it. have a parrot, bro. Right here. Can parrots fly like pigeons? I don't know. It was on his shoulder, though, and it didn't move, so it, like it was his friend or something. Boy, animals know they got some loyalty. Hey, if you ever do that, it's <laughs> If I ever see, let me tell you Oh, something. my God. You belong to me. But, nah, I've been, um, I've been on my sweatsuit thing. I've been buying all these hoodies and stuff because I got a long summer. You can be wearing some darn sweatsuits. On the plane, it be cold. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a bit. Ooh, I, man, I want to fly so bad. I don't even know where to go. Flights cost too much. What's going on? Yeah. My friend having a baby shower um, the last, um, uh, Memorial Day weekend. Round trip flight from here to Atlanta. Oh, 
um, seven eighty. That's crazy. On Burbank, which is usually cheaper, is like eleven hundred dollars. Where is that? Yeah, man, I've been looking at the tickets to South Korea. They definitely talking about twenty five hundred. So I don't, I don't. Yeah, airlines going to they they hiring more people now because they they got a lack of people. Um, anytime I go to a city that's really really small, that my flight always get canceled because no flight attendants are available. That's um, a labor shortage globally. So it's just and they finally paying them for you know flight attendants only get paid when the plane take off, which is sick because yeah. they be at the airport for hours. I don't understand yeah. that. They not getting paid for the whole time, but they are getting partial pay. But it's I mean I guess it's better than what was going on before. But yeah, yeah. I wanna. Hmm. I ain't doing so. I I'm dealing with that. Um. I just need to clean up my apartment real bad. I need to do me a little laundry. A lot of laundry. I hate when my laundry gets stacked up, but I ain't been at home in probably like two months, I feel like. Right. I got to go to the, um, I got to go back to my house and paint. You going to paint it yourself? Yeah, paint is easy. It's just a room. It's a whole bedroom. Paint, paint is, the, is the one thing I will do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> It's really easy and it's fun. It's quick too. It don't take like I can do a whole room in not in not even an hour. Well, period. Uh, save a room for me just in case rent it gets too high. No, for real. <laughs> Look, if I gotta move, they gotta go. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just you know what's so crazy? Day. My um, when I stayed in Hayville, my the property manager she did that because she was like she gonna move back into the house because she lost her her job at Delta. I would only do, move in if the lease was up. I would never make them get up. Like that. Yeah, no, no, no. When the lease was up. She oh, okay. Yeah, up. I mean. He was ready to go anywhere. That house was chap. <laughs> I, well, I bet it's worth a lot of money now. I hope she still owned it. She still got it. It was her parents' house. Like, she still got oh, okay. it. She um, I had just randomly was in the neighborhood one day, and I drove past it. She don't added a whole balcony. Like, on the back. She don't extended the house. It got you central mad, air. Huh, cause ain't had it. I ain't had none of that. <laughs> So yeah, I need yeah. to get a couple more. I'm gonna have a I'm yeah. Anyhow, all right, let's wrap this episode. I'm I feel like I really wasn't my best self this episode. I've just been like tired, but we're gonna we're gonna keep pushing on. Let it ride. We human. You do what I'm saying. We Herman. Human. I hate Herman. <laughs> well, all right, y'all. It's been another episode of OD Podcast. Holla at your girl. Holla at your twirl. And your word and your pearl and your curl. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Why well, don't hang up? But I'm not. <laughs>